This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nos. Over thirty-one, chapter eight, Uddhav Gita. As objects other than the Atma are unreal, diversity caused by them is false. As also is passage to the other spheres with its causes, as is the case of a man seeing dreams. Now, what is the truth over here? Atma is the truth. When we say Atma is the truth, it means that anything else besides the Atma, besides the background, besides the framework, everything else in that is unreal. It is as if there is the sky, and in the sky there are all kinds of. Objects appearing like the clouds, moon, maybe the sun, and so on and so forth. So many planets. All these may one day get destroyed. The clouds will just go away. It doesn't change the sky. The sky is the main thing. The rest, everything is unreal. So then, the one which is real. This was just an example of the sky and the objects in the sky. The soul is real; rest, everything that appears in this universe is unreal. All objects other than the Atma are unreal. Diversity caused by them is false, as also its passage to the other spheres with its causes. So what does it say? So just now when I gave the example of the clouds, the clouds when they appear, what happens to the clouds? The clouds rain down, and they disappear. Now where have the clouds gone? They have come in the form of water. That is the rain, and this rain water gets collected in some pond, lake, sea, ocean, you name it. Some place it gets collected. Sometimes it just goes to the earth. It doesn't really matter where it goes. But what has happened to this object which was there in the sky? It has disappeared. Likewise, everybody knows that this universe, there are so many objects which have appeared may disappear. The idea that you are the body is like this cloud. Some day the cloud is going to go, or some day the object in the sky is going to disappear. Likewise, this body will disappear. What remains continuously, that is the framework, is what it remains. That is the sky remains. In our case, it is called the soul. In real translation, it would be called the spirit soul or jivatma. It stays. Atma is the entire thing. Atma is the supreme soul. I cannot have small, small portions cut out of the supreme soul to make a small soul for you, small soul for somebody else. Uh, this distribution cannot be done in us in that. All right. So it is not that I am cutting a cloth and making other small pieces. There is nothing like that. I cannot make the sky into. You know, cut it into different different spheres or spaces. 
it is imaginary lines which can be drawn on the sky. And that is the reason why they say that the sky, the north, the south, the east, the west are imaginary lines. What is east is actually not the east. What is north is not the north. It is relative distance. It is relative positioning. The space is relative. I can only say this much that earth is so many miles away from the sun. Or the earth is so much kilometers away from the moon. But can I say where the moon is not related to anything? Can I say where the earth is not related to anything? Just the way we draw latitudes and longitudes on this earth for the sake of simplicity and understanding it is relative terminology. Somewhere we have the international date line. Somewhere we have the Greenwich Mean Time, you know, GMT as we call it, the the place from where that goes, the line, imaginary line goes. In India, we have in Allahabad, or what we call as a Prayagraj today. So, it is over there. We say the Indian standard time is over there. But if you go from Mumbai to Calcutta, there is a time difference. But it is not taken as a time difference at all. Like that in America, we have various times, isn't it? So time is more or less connected to all these imaginary lines. Likewise, we have the body. The body is in relation to. What is it in relation to? Human beings are separate than animals, are separate than birds, are separate than, you know, insects, aquatic creatures. It is separate than even the flying ones and the, the ones which are swimming, so on and so forth. We can say all those kind of things. Some are mammals, some are amphibians and so on and so forth. We can make a distinction of it. But... Just the way I say latitude, longitude, relationship to the sun, the moon, so on and so forth. It's relative. But you are that one who goes from one body to the other. Remember that. You have gone from one body to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other. It's a joke when somebody says, this is my father and this is my mother. Just now you have father and mother and next life you become a fish. What happened to your father and mother by the way? Your father might have become a cockroach, you know. Your father in this life might have become a cockroach and your mother might have become a fish. How do you know that? So this idea that I have a father and a mother is all wrong. The concept of thinking that somebody is related to you is absolutely wrong. Nobody is related to anybody. 
Last life you may, might have been a frog and your parents might have been you know, the one who is eating the frog. How do you know that? <laughs> so, doesn't it say, oh, he might be a Frenchman, you know, eating uh, the French frogs, you know, the legs of the frog. How do you know what you are talking about? So, this concept about having father, mother, brother, sister, husband, wife is all wrong. Everything is unreal. So, did you get this point? The body that you have taken is temporary. It is going away. In the next life, you may take up another body and then another body and then another body and another body. We cannot say that this is my parent, this is my husband, these are my children. The children are also not yours. They have taken a form. Okay? So, what is real in this case? The real which goes from one body to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other is the only real stuff. And never give so much of credence to that bottle that you are in, the container that you are in. Tomorrow the container could be a frog. Day after tomorrow, you know, means the next body after that, you may be an eagle. After that, you may be, you know, going deep into the ocean and you may become a very big shark. Alright? And after the shark, you may become a worm. How do you know? So this is the reason why forget about the rest of it. Only remember the real. The real is the Atma. Okay? And the only thing is that which we have to remember. So, every time when a person says, now this is one very very funny thing everybody says, I am going to the heaven. Okay, after I die, I am going to the heaven. Oh, my uncle, you know, he is a very bad fellow. He went to hell. So, after that, the next life, he is going to become a bird. And when the bird dies, where does the bird go? Have you thought of that? If he becomes a dog, where is the dog going to go? So, you will say, the dog's heaven. Oh, so you have dog's heaven, cat's heaven, you know, elephant's heaven, okay, ant's heaven. Wow! Doesn't that sound stupid to everybody? If you are the Atma, there is no concept called heaven or hell or all these kind of nonsensical stuff. That is what he says. As also its passage to other sphere with its causes. Krishna is telling Uddhava, Whatever that you are thinking of just now is all unreal. Got it? I am going to go in the heaven and I am going to sit with my God Almighty in a chair over there. Why do you need to sit in a chair if you are a, say a worm or something like that? You know that, isn't it? So, 
You think your worm will be allowed to sit in some chair? Got the answer? You will put him under your foot. Say, you will crush him. Right? So the, every time when a person thinks, oh, I am going to this place and I am going to that place. What are you talking about? Next life, if you can become something else, which heaven did you come from, by the way? Huh? Some heaven you came from. Common sense will tell you if you have got different, 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 different lives of different creatures, birds, animals, you name it, maybe an alien with two. Yesterday I made the you know finger sticking out like this, and Facebook took it as my as as my main image and stuck it in Facebook. It sounds very funny. You're just looking at myself putting my fingers like this. <laughs> so after uh, well imagination everybody imagines these heavens everybody imagines the hells everybody has got this great sense of thinking you know oh I am going to this place or I am going to that place why would you want to go there You see, if you ask a child, if you tell him, you know, where do you want to go? Disney World? Can I go to Disneyland? <laughs> He's so innocent. He's just telling you, I want to go to Disneyland. Why? Because I'll get to get the rides. I have a disciple over here. When I ask him, what is he going to do? He says, you know what? I want to come to a place where I will get to enjoy video games all the time. Okay. I just want to sleep. I just want to play video games and I just want to be happy. Lots of food. Yes. That is his concept of heaven. So here Krishna is saying that this diversity caused by them is false. As also its passage to other spheres. As if you are going... You know, as a human being, you are dying and then you are going to go to some heaven and then you are going to come back and become a cockroach and then from a cockroach you will become a bird and from bird you are going to become... So which heaven do you think is this cockroach going to go or this... Uh, you got what I am saying? The dog or the bird, where is it going to go? So all this diversity created is all unreal. So don't even think of it. This is as in the case... Of a man seeing a dream. All this diversity comes as if in a dream. Think what he is saying. Krishna is saying, imagine all these things are like a dream. And when you wake up, <gasps> there is no cockroach, there is nothing, there is no Brahmaji sitting on some chair over there giving you lecture. You are not good in your last life. Or some Yamdev or some, you know, some devilish creature over there standing with the pitchfork. <laughs> Just imagine, a devil with a pitchfork. For what do you require a pitchfork? This is imagination. Imagination which causes so much of problems in our world. 
Why is the God that great man with a long beard and looking serene maybe and when he gets angry he <clears throat> he does something like that or you know Mount Olympus all the gods are sitting on that just like Mount Kailash we have Shivji sitting over there Shivji gets angry he does Tandava so what he says all these appear to you appear to this world and everything in this world that appears to you because of this body of yours. What body? This physical body of yours. Everything is appearing because of that. Yesterday we did everything appears in the intellect. The three states. Isn't it? We did this. And if I remove the intellect, then what happens? Nothing appears. So all this is unreal. Got the answer? Now, we'll move to the next verse. We are doing chapter 8, the last message of Sri Krishna, Uddhav Gita, 32 verse. He who is in the waking state enjoys through all his organs, objects with ever-changing attributes in the outside world. Who in dream has experience similar to them in his heart and who withdraws them in profound sleep are one and the same Atma. The Witness of the three states and the ruler of the organs. This is proved by the persistence of memory in all these states. Now again Krishna is trying to tell Uddhava in slightly different manner. Now what does he say? He says, just as the objects appear in waking state, now, what objects appear in the waking state? Let us say today you are having a very good meal. Hmm? The meal is sumptuous. It is tasty. It is really yummy. Hmm? With all the ingredients in it. Just imagine. There is basundi. There is kheer. There is puri. Yes, I know. Everybody's mouths are watering. I can imagine all that. Okay. There is, you know, sweet and rice. It's too much of sweet. Okay. Let us bring slightly away from that. <laughs> Maybe there is a karela. Chappan bhog, you know. Very nice, sumptuous meal is there. Now you are eating it in your waking state. There is a thali in front of you and you are eating it. There is something called a Maharaja Thali which is available in Mumbai. It has got such a big plate and so many things that are there. Like that imagine. There is a thali over there and you are eating the food. Now when you are eating this food, does it feel very tasty? Yes. Does your mouth start watering the moment you look at that things? Yes. And you are enjoying the meal? Yes. Are you getting nice smells? Yes, of course. Whatever that I spoke of just now is nothing but called happiness experienced by you through your senses. Isn't that correct? You are experiencing smells, taste, Sounds, vision, touch, all these things are being experienced. 
when you experience this, you are enjoying it. Right? Now, after you have finished your meal, what is the thing that happens to a person? He feels tired and then he wants to go to sleep. I just need a little snooze. I just need a little siesta. Because the stomach is full, see? Stomach is full. Ah, I feel so satiated. Now, and maybe you will take one pan and eat in like that. And maybe after that, or you know those body shape that you get. Uh, uh, you eat that. Nice one. Okay. I'm not asking you about the bill. Okay. If I tell you something about the bill, you will get nightmares. So <laughs> we are discussing only the eating part. Something that you are enjoying. Not that you don't enjoy. The thing that you don't enjoy is called the bill. Afterwards, you get the check. You know, you look at the bill and say, Oh my God, I have to pay so much. All your thing that you have eaten now goes out. No, we are not going there. We are just thinking about the food that you ate. And then comes siesta. Now, in the siesta, you have gone and slept on the bed. You know what happens when you are sleeping? First, you get that REM sleep, isn't it? Huh? Rapid eye movement, they call it. And maybe you start dreaming. And in your dream, you are enjoying your meal. Ah. Mm. You know, actually there is no meal in front of you. There is nothing there in front of you. But you are still enjoying that nice meal. You are thinking, oh, I'm going to dip my finger now in that dal little bit. Ah, so nice taste it has got. All this is happening in your dream. You are enjoying the meal in your dream. But are you actually seeing the meal anywhere? No. But in your dream you can see the whole meal intact, isn't it? Just the way it was served to you. So in your dream state, you can still enjoy that meal. Hmm? After some time what happens? Then you fall asleep. You fall asleep. Maybe you sleep for an hour or so. And then you get up refreshed. <sighs> and you get refreshed. And after you get refreshed, the memory floods back in and says, you know, mm, I ate a nice meal. That's why my stomach is fitting, you know, little full. I don't think I can now have a cup of tea. No, maybe I can have a little coffee so that digestion is proper. But while having that coffee also, you are still thinking about the meal. Remember, it is that Maharaja Thali or the big Thali. Okay. And you are enjoying Chapan Bhog and you are enjoying it. Even after that whole thing. So now did you see what happened? First, physically when you are eating the meal. You are enjoying it. In your dream state, you enjoyed it. In your deep sleep state, nothing happened. But when you woke up, you still had the memory of the meal. So when you have the memory in continuation, 
which means from this waking state to the dream state to the deep sleep state again to the waking state there is a continuation of the same thing did you get this so who is the one who was watching you in these three states this continuation is there the dream is there the waking state is there the sleep is there everything is there and yet the meal was there everything happened so who was keeping watch over you in your dream state who reminded you who is the one who reminded you in the dream that you had a nice meal who is the one who retained the memory for you when you were in your deep sleep and when you woke up again you still remembered the whole thing you know the one who is doing that who is reminding you of all these things who is constant in every state but is not the enjoyer you got to enjoy he did not get to enjoy he was just watching you eat the meal he was watching you when you were dreaming he was watching you when you were sleeping and he was watching you when you woke up again and said oh i had a nice meal so there is someone there who is doing all these things no, just nothing but watching or keeping a witness of your account and that is the reason why you ask this question who am i the moment you ask this question who am i the i which we are talking about is the higher i the i can never be the body because body did not exist in the deep sleep state you had no cognition of the body in the deep sleep isn't it but the i still existed so if the i is so strong and powerful who is this i this i cannot be that egoistic i so i am that that is called the consciousness or that is something which we call as the atma did you get this so this is the way this is proved from the persistence of the memory in all these states it's a simple explanation which i have given you so now we can move to the next verse we are doing uddhav gita chapter 8 verse 33 the last message of shri krishna thus reflecting that the three states of the mind due to gunas are created by me by my maya and being the sure about the reality destroys egoism which is a receptacle of doubt with the sword of knowledge sharpened by inference and competent testimony and worship me who is seated in the heart is a little bit lengthy kind of a verse isn't it so <laughs> i'll have to slowly slowly put it across to you so there is someone who took me through this journey who took me through this journey 
of the waking state of eating that food, of the dream state for enjoying the food, the deep sleep state when it retained that enjoyment and when I woke up again I remembered the food. So all these states, okay, remember what I said, only the background is real, the clouds which appear in the sky are not. They are unreal. I have given you this understanding. The clouds will drift away or they may come down as rain. Think like that. What happens during the course of the existence, the meal happened. Continued in the state of dream. Continued in the state of deep sleep. Remembered in the state of waking next time. Got it? And then you are ready for the next meal. <laughs> so that meal was just temporary. Did you see that? Then comes the next meal. Coffee. I said no. Huh? After coffee, then it is dinner time. Then the next morning, it is the breakfast time. And then it is the lunch time again. And I am sure you are not going to have any more this kind of things, you know, eating that big thali. You can eat it only once in a year, you know, maybe. <laughs> Every day you can't eat those kind of food. Hmm? You have to then cut down and then see, you know what? Yesterday I had such a huge meal. Today I am going to eat only salads. So today morning you are going to have salads. And after the salad, what are you going to have? No, I don't feel like eating. And then the whole week you will say, I put on so much weight because I have eaten that heavy meal. I got to reduce my weight. So did you see everything was so temporary, 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 temporary. The meal was temporary only from that point of view. The tea, the coffee was temporary from only that perspective. The next morning's breakfast was temporary. Then the afternoon meal again was temporary. The whole thing which is stuck up in this space is temporary. It is not permanent at all. And it appears and it goes. It appears and it goes. The thought that I want to have that meal... The heavy meal was very tempting. Once you had it, you had it. I don't want to eat anything more. Yeah, right? And after that, I don't think I can enjoy this meal every single day. I think I will have it once in a year. It's like the restaurant which... You know, I might have gone to few times. After seeing the bill, I don't think I ever want to go to that place again. Huh? The bill itself is, oh my God. <laughs> so all that is unreal. Did you see that? Every meal, everything that happened to this body during the course of this number of days that I came through was unreal. I enjoyed only during that moment in time. 
and if our enjoyment which is so temporary which comes and it goes or let us try to expand slightly further you see a woman and a man are getting married hmm? now they want to enjoy their marital life how many days how many years it's a big question the same activity they are going to do every day and one day they are going to get tired of it and they will say oh we need to have children so they go and have the first child after they have the first child they are very jubilant you know oh, we got a son or maybe a daughter or whatever and they, oh so nice so nice and then you have to go to the torture of raising the children then a time comes when the brother requires a sister or the sister requires another sister or the sister requires a brother so you have one more child why because you require company okay when you require company what happens same torture you go through every time is the happiness same or is it different and how many days did it last <laughs> did you see the whole point of all this conversation one sided conversation because i am the only one talking you can only enjoy it for that little moment in time beyond that nothing so when you have this little little moments in time enjoyment i want you to think what exactly is happening so introducing a new topic new 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 maya <laughs> maya is that illusion which keeps on changing colors okay you have seen that uh, kaleidoscope ha huh? you keep on turning 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 and it keeps on changing 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 different different images so one day you enjoy one day see all different colors different shapes different sizes this kind of kaleidoscopic life is called the creation of maya sometimes happiness sometimes sadness sometimes anger sometimes upset sometimes you know friendship is there oh i'm enjoying myself sometimes you are sick uh, sometimes coronavirus comes sometimes sars virus comes huh? sometimes you go for tours sometimes i go to the mountains sometimes i go to the sea sometimes i enjoy the summers sometimes i hate the summers It's very hot. Sometimes I enjoy the winters. I go for skiing, and sometimes I say it's so cold. See these yo-yos that happen in your life is all because of this great person called Maya. Maya is the illusory property of the body. The body goes through these different, 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 different. stages isn't it like dislike enjoy hate love all these kind of things that happen to a person 
So, what Krishna says over here is, thus reflecting that the three states of my mind due to the gunas, gunas, sattva, rajas and tamas, sometimes you enjoyed, sometimes you worked very hard, sometimes you felt lazy, all these things happened. Okay, gunas are created by me. Krishna says, I create these things by my maya. I create this enjoyment, this happiness, this torture, this unhappiness, this painful journey of yours. Sometimes you have children. Okay. Sometimes you have normal deliveries. Sometimes you have epidurals. Uh, sometimes it is painful. Sometimes it is not painful. Can you understand all these stages that I am talking about? Sometimes the children, they are very goodly, you know, goody goody ones. They are like, like an angel. You know, my son is like an angel. And sometimes he is like a devil. All these are different, different approaches of Maya. She so, shows you different, different colors. A kaleidoscopic life, different, different things every single moment in time. And being thus sure about the reality. So who is the one who is real in all this? Maya is the changing one, remember. So who is the one who is real? Do you remember me telling you? The one which is the witness. The one who kept on watching this. So the one who is looking at you and saying, Oh, now this person is going to get angry. Now this person is going to get upset. Now this person is going to be happy. Who is this? The one who is the witness. Who just stands outside and watches the fun. Of anger, upsets, happiness, you know. Joy, dancing, merriment. All these things. This one. Is the only real thing. Okay. Now. What does he do? If you can understand. This is all Maya. If you can realize. That all these changing. Yo-yo things that are happening in this world. Is only Maya. Then. I enjoyed. Doesn't remain. So he destroys egotism. Which is a receptacle of doubt. When you have ego, there is doubt going to be there. See, doubt just doesn't come like that. When ego comes, there is a doubt. I am greater than that person. Isn't that true? When somebody is egoistic in nature, doubt is very much prominent in that person. How do they doubt it? Who is better than me? The political person in this world will say, Oh, you don't know. I am standing for my preliminaries. See, the other fellow is not good. I am very good. Sir, you are from the same party. Why do you think the other fellow is not good? You see, he is not suitable for president's role. I am suitable for president's role. So, you throw doubts in the minds. Isn't it? And the doubt is there in this person's mind also. Suppose that fellow gets elected, then what will I do? Right? Now, same thing with films also. 
same thing with our life also you see the funniest part is when you are going for some marriage or something like that okay you are dressed in your finery dressed very nicely and there is somebody who comes better dressed than you so even look at that person he is better dressed than me comparison happens doubts are thrown in your mind oh he looks better than me she looks better than me na 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 all your mind is talking too much so these doubts are thrown and you get into that state all this is unreal please understand this there is nothing real in this so how do you do this remember you are only the witness you are the jivatma you are not the body all that happened to you whether it is marriage children this that anything that happened to you was all unreal can you remove the thoughts can you remove these doubts you are only the soul right if you are only the soul that is called supreme knowledge remember i started with so many different examples everything in this world is unreal the latitudes and longitudes everything is relative everything is unreal what is real only the background if only the background is real then why are you thinking of these bodies appearing and disappearing who is saying that there is a father and a mother i told you from a human being you can become a bird also so you think your your bird parents are going to be the same parents so that stupidity person has to leave these are not your parents they are just a via media you know like you have these uh, nowadays you have these machines which create different houses plastic houses and all that isn't it huh so like that they are molding machines maybe who knows it's only the body they have given that shape so never consider them as real so all these doubts you remove these are called doubts these are maya's creation all that i taught till just now was only unreal it is maya's creation what is real is the atma alone so take this sword of knowledge i am only the atma and slash all these unreal things so destroy egoism which is a receptacle of doubt with the sword of knowledge sharpened by inference and competent testimony inference so much i said to you will make you think harder isn't it so you will infer in your own world yes what my guru says is the truth what i am talking is the truth so this is called inference and competent testimony who is giving this competent testimony the book is giving first the book is giving isn't it krishna is giving through this book to us this testimony is coming to us only through these books so i have to believe in them so these are called shrutis so they are telling me this is the truth so first i got to believe in the book 
And second, I got to believe in the one who is telling me this truth. I am expounding on them. I am explaining these concepts to you. So you think about it. And then worship me who is seated in the heart. So now you understood who is this Atma? Atma is Krishna himself. He is called the Paramatma. So when you have come to this understanding that everything appearing in this material world is unreal. Is because of the bodies. And then you will understand only the witness is real. And he is in your heart. And you enter your heart with love and devotion and then you will have Krishna with you forever. So this is the truth about the Shrutis. The book tells us the truth. The teacher expounds it. Then you understand what is real and what is unreal. Go inwards to the heart. Know who this person is. Person means the one who is called the witnesses. And then you will understand the truth about Krishna himself who is in your heart. So this is the end of this particular verse. So next time when we open, we will verse open at verse 34 from chapter 8 Uddhav Gita. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful day. Bye.